Hi guys! Welcome back to the Dig Deeper Podcast. My name is Jam. Hello guys! I'm the other half of the podcast. My name is Eris. And for today's episode, um, we're actually recording the most recent one. So as in, today is September 6th and we're recording something that we will do something unusual for today which kumuha kami ng mga questions or parang ano bang perfect term dito? <laughs> Some, something that we're asking for advices dun sa Reddit. And then, we will share our insights about the topic, both Jam and I. Ayan, Jam. Yeah, but before that, for everyone who has listened to the previous episode, um, for your information lang, that was recorded like almost two years ago, basta the start of pandemic, mm. that was recorded that time. So, it was just an impulse decision from both of us to um, release that episode kasi masyado nang matagal na nakatenga yung mga other recordings namin and we really wanted to start the podcast again kaso lang ayun nga ang daming shortcomings so we decided to just um, upload that kesa matenga siya and sayang din yung pinag-usapan when people can actually get something out of it And I hope um, moving forward, we can really sustain this podcast kasi sobrang thankful pa din na ang dami pa rin nakikinig and we didn't um, market our comeback as we originally planned to but a lot of people were still messaging us, telling us that you guys missed us, that they missed us. So we are very grateful and thankful for all of you. So yeah. Yes, thank you for listening and for always tuning in. And sa mga nag-abang din, we're really grateful for it. And so we decided, as Jam said, to record this most recent episode. Alright. So, yeah, so medyo chill lang tong episode na to. We got all of these um relationship advices. I mean, relationship questions. Like people who are seeking out relationship advices from Reddit. And we will... Um, share our unsolicited advice. <laughs> I don't know if that counts as unsolicited kasi nanghihingi naman sila ng advice but I don't think they will hear this podcast episode. But anyways, we hope that, I mean, not we hope na may someone going through the same but baka lang may someone going through the same as these um, things that we are about to go through. So, ayun, baka lang makarelate kayo. Mm-mm. Okay. Share ko na yung first. Sabi niya dito, should I keep trying with this friendship? So, backstory is, I'm a junior in college. My freshman year, I met a really good group of friends and we all enjoyed spending time with each other. After my first semester, I had to leave due to some mental health issues and went to inpatient treatment. It was a really hard choice for me to leave because I loved my friends and they were supportive of me and assured me we would all keep in contact. As soon as I left, they stopped responding to me and never checked to see if I was okay. This really hurt, but I figured it was kind of on me for leaving. I ended up transferring schools for a variety of reasons but thought we could still stay friends. We occasionally FaceTime but only when I initiate it and even then they seem reluctant. Recently, I asked if I could drive up and visit them since we haven't seen each other in over a year and they left me on red. I'm debating if I should ask them if I did something wrong or just accept that they won't. They don't want to be friends with me anymore and stop trying to make plans with them. This is all painful for me because they were some of the best friends I've had and were the only good part of my first semester of college. So. Okay. Um, first of all, freshman ka pa lang, first semester pa lang to ng college, you have a lot more in store for you in your life and you will come across a lot of friendship that will be... I mean, you will come a lot... We, you will come... You, there will come a lot of friendships in your life na magkakaroon kayo ng falling out. Because you guys are growing, especially during these years. Na, oh, she said she's a junior in college. Tapos, 
nung freshman year niya, naging magpa-friends na sila. Ah, okay. I thought freshman, freshman pa lang siya sa college. Well, anyways, same thing. Kasi, nangyayari naman talaga to. I'm sure lahat tayo, nagkaroon tayo ng, akala natin, best friends na natin sila, pero nagkaroon ng falling out. Like, someone didn't reach out, or you feel like, hindi ka nabilong sa group na yun. That's normal. Um, and, actually, it's not on you. <gasps> hindi mo kailangan sisihin yung sarili mo for things yeah. like this. Kasi it's normal talaga. People grow and sometimes while you also grow, you grow out of a lot of relationships in your life. And that includes friendships. Mm-mm. I agree. At saka si- she also mentioned, I think somehow with how she told her story, she had to leave due to a very valid reason, which is yung mental health issues. And that shouldn't be taken against her by her friends. If she really left, because of that particular reason. And those friends are real and they really care for you. They would really understand and I think they would even reach out. So I think it was also mentioned that you were all in contact, although occasionally na lang nag-FaceTime. But I think if it really is a real friendship, it will go beyond yung needs. Kasi I think sometimes we're in a situation na meron tayong set of friends because maybe yung bawat friends na yun na nasa group is merong basic needs na nasa-satisfy ng friendship na yun. But real friendship is actually going beyond that. At saka parang napansin ko rin sa story niya, she's more on, parang siya na lang yung laging nagigive. And so, she wanted to sustain the friendship, but it can't be sustained if isang tao na lang yung merong gustong mag-sustain ng friendship. And so, sa nakikita ko is isa na lang siyang, mag-isa na lang siya na meron gustong i-sustain your friendship. And I think you've done all the best you could to sustain that friendship. However, it seems that ano na lang siya, parang one way. And so, I would say, since you've done all the best you could, it's already time to let go. Like, ayun nga, maybe there will come a time at a later point that you all will rekindle that kind of friendship kasi maybe you've all grown individually and so ayun na, na-miss nyo na yung isa't isa eh. And so parang gusto nyo i-rekindle yung friendship siguro five years from now. Who knows? Yeah, I think this is a normal course of friendship, relationships na talaga nagkakaroon ng falling out. Hindi in a bad mm. way but it's just that you are growing talaga. So, yeah, just find new friends in your new environment. Kasi Hindi naman siya nag hindi naman tong falling out na nagkaroon ng betrayal or anything. Eh. I think this is just normal talaga sa buhay natin. Mm-hmm. We have something like this. Okay. So that's All it right. for our first one. We hope we helped you. <laughs> yes. Okay, um the next one. My girlfriend and I get into a heated argument. I fully acknowledge it was my fault, but the argument continued and got worse. She told me to sleep on the couch. However, it's my house and my bed. (laughs) So I told her if she wanted to sleep apart from me, she can sleep on the couch. Was this too far? Mm, Mm. You are both immature. (laughs) That's all I've got to say. (laughs) That's my house and that's my bed. So go sleep on the couch. Sorry na tawa ako. I think on instances like this, you two both have to chill chill out. Like, sobrang babaw nung ano, sobrang babaw nito. Like parang, ba't mo ko papatulugin sa couch? Eh, bahay ko to. Mm. <laughs> parang ganun. <laughs> <laughs> parang yung mga bata eh no na ayaw niyang bigyan ng candy hindi din kita bibigyan ng candy <laughs> para ganon yeah not sure kung ano yung context ng heated argument if mm. it's something na mayroong connect sa bed but feeling anyway feeling ko siguro ano feeling ko kaya nasabi yon ni Guy kasi parang sinabi niya dito na I fully acknowledge it was my fault but the mm-hmm. argument continued and got worse. So, parang yung ego, yung pride niya din. Niya, mm-hmm. wala, parang, 
yung parang kumbaga, inamin ko naman na kasalanan ko to. So, pero instead, ang nangyari, mas lumala pa yung argument nila. Kaya siguro, last straw na niya yung ano, yung sinabihan niya yung girlfriend niya na, bahay ko to, couch ko yan, bed ko yan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oo nga. Actually, yung sa akin naman, parang ang take ko dito, medyo agree ako na somehow immature siya. Maybe, medyo guilty ako dito kasi minsan ganito ako. <laughs> yung parang nainis ka, inamin mo, tapos parang may nainis sa'yo, tapos parang nainis ka ulit. <laughs> Pero parang ang natutunan ko sa mga ganitong klaseng argument, hindi talaga siya magiging okay or parang ma- hindi kayo magkakaroon ng harmony if parang ganto lang din yung response na parang nagtatapangan ng ego tas parang may isang gagante, ganyan. Hindi talaga siya maayos eh. So, I learned na if that's the case, yes, I think it was kind of too far and so, parang if gusto ng harmony, it would always be repaid back by just purely love. So, medyo bababaan talaga yung ego. Ganyan. Hmm. So, I advise at the girl, umuwi ka sa sarili mong bahay. Bahay. <laughs> Para hindi ka mapaalis. <laughs> True. <laughs> okay. Next. Medyo mahaba pala to. My co-worker always talks to me about how badly he treats his girlfriend and how he wants to cheat on her. Should I message his girlfriend? I have been working with this guy for about six months now. He's very full of himself has a lot of weird opinions about women and overall just isn't the best person to be around. He's talked about his girlfriend a few different times and it's all been negative. They've been together for five years and lived together. Whenever he brings her up, he talks about how bad he wants to cheat on her and says it's her fault for making him feel that way because she's been distant. He's also admitted that he's pretty toxic to her since he's in the military and gets angry every time he sees her. A few months told me that his girlfriend was diagnosed with cancer and that the chemo was making her big. I brought this up last month and he told me I was crazy and that he never said that. I don't know why he would lie about something like that. He also told my co-worker a few days ago that he thinks about her whenever him and his girlfriend have sex. Mm. It's really fucking weird and I feel like she should know how she talks about her when she's not around. But I'm also not sure if it's my place. I was planning on making a burner Instagram account and messaging her all the stuff he says about her. But would do would that do more harm than good? I'm also worried that he's gonna figure out it was me. I feel horrible for this girl and if I were in her situation, I would want to know. I don't know what to do. Ano ibig sabihin ng TLDR? Parang note. Parang, my coworker talks to me about how he wants to cheat on his girlfriend and admits that he's toxic to her. I wanna message his girlfriend and tell her that he said, but I don't know if it's the right decision. Grabe. <laughs> Kaya nga eh. So, si girl is 21 years old and si guy is 21 din. Mm-hmm. Leche, ang babata nyo pa. I mean, ang bata-bata, ang toxic-toxic na niya. And sabi niya pa, he's also admitted that he's pretty toxic to her since he's in the military and gets angry every time he sees her. Oh my mm. gosh. Hindi mo budge yung pagiging in the military to... I mean, that's not an excuse to be toxic to your girlfriend. But the problem here is the girl wants to let this guy's girlfriend know na yung pinagsasabihin ng boyfriend niya. <laughs> Wait lang, mm-hmm. ang But yeah, you get the point. So for me, tinatanong niya kung okay lang ba na gumawa siya ng burner Instagram account para sabihin dun sa girl. I think, wait, I have a friend na parang ganito yung, I have a friend na parang ganito yung nangyari. Someone also made an Instagram burner account, but syempre, si ate girl, ano na siya, um, she trusts her boyfriend, so kahit ano man yung pinagsasabi ng Instagram, Instagram burner account na yun, ang nasa isip niya, ah, naninira lang to, sinisiraan lang yung jowa ko. So, I guess, kung si ate girl dito sa scenario na to is dinatrust din niya si ano, si boyfriend niya, I don't think the Instagram burner account will work. 
Mm-mm. Yeah. Tsaka sinata- sinabi niya dito na yung girlfriend ni Boy, meron siyang cancer. And she's undergoing chemo. Yes. Mm-mm. That will add stress to the girl. Yeah. Yung question ko din is, what's your intention of messaging the girlfriend? I think, um, parang, is it to release the guilt na parang alam mo yon, tapos hindi niya alam? Kasi parang ikaw okay, yung receiver. The way she's writing this, I think gusto niya lang talagang i-save si girl na, huy, ano ba yan yung jowa mo kung ano-anong kasamaan ang sinasabi sa office tungkol sa'yo. Parang ganun. At saka mm-hmm. siguro naaanoy na siya kasi parang, di ba nga sabi niya, sabi niya, he also told my coworker a few days ago that he thinks about her whenever him and his girlfriend have sex. Like parang, what the fuck? Ano yun? So feeling ko sobrang naaanoy na din siya. Kaya gusto niyang sabihan yung real girlfriend. What's happening eh, behind? Nalus ko ba yung track if sinabi niya or parang kinonfront niya yung guy directly? I mean, kasi yun yung meron siyang direct interaction eh. Like, di ba, if you are a recipient of someone who's ranting or venting out na hindi ka naman directly involved, the first thing that you would want that person to do is to say the person, to say those things directly yeah. to the girlfriend. And so, oh. parang sa akin, before, ah, sinabi niya na. Sinabi niya. Sinabi niya na, I brought this up last month and he, and he told me I Ay, was ito, crazy. Yun pala yun. Na parang sinabi ni Guy na, anong, eh. anong sinasasabi mo? That's a lie. Hindi ko sinabi yan. Parang ganun nga yung sinabi. Kaya, nag-resort siya dun sa thought na gusto na niyang gumawa ng burner account para isumbong sa jowa. Mm-mm. Tapos, eh, ah, uh, oh, eh, sige, parang kung ako din yung nasa place niya. Ako, kung ako to yung nasa place niya, siguro ang gagawin ko, isustok ko si ate girl, yung jowa, yung girlfriend, tapos hahanapin ko yung mga best friends <laughs> Kung sino yung mga friends ni ate girl, tapos siguro ah, yun, yung, yun yung kakausapin ko. Ewan ko, girl code. And alam ko kasi may cancer siya. So, ayoko i-dump sa kanya agad ng ganun. Siguro aalamin ko muna based dun sa friends niya. Like, ano ba yung ano ba yung attitude nung boyfriend niya? Like, ganito na ba talaga siya? Ganyan. Tapos, mag-open ako sa kanila. And then, sila na yung bahala. Binigyan ko pa sila ng trabaho, di ba? Pero, <laughs> that's what friends are for. Siguro ganun yung gagawin ko. Nga. Yeah. Tapos it depends na lang kung paano siya i-receive nila from the receiving end. But oo, sa at sila, least, oo, sinabi sila mo na siya. <laughs> wow. Grabe tong guy na to. Okay, okay, next. Having trouble in a healthy relationship after an abusive one. Several years ago, I, 32 female, was in a relationship that moved very quickly and turned abusive. Emotionally, psychologically, sexually, and physically. I got pregnant not long after we met and stayed much longer than I should have. I finally left once the physical abuse endangered our infant. And that was almost three years ago. I hadn't been in a relationship or gotten any dates at all since. Just three years of lots and lots of therapy, including EMDR, which I don't know what that is, for the trauma endured in that relationship. Early this year, I decided I was ready to date again. Started seeing a guy, 29, male, a few months ago, and by all accounts, he's great. We have the same values and common interests, and we want the same things out of our relationship, short and long term. Sometimes I feel like I should be happier. I feel like he likes me 10 times more than I like him. I do like him and almost everything about him. He's everything I could have asked for and more. But I still feel it's lackluster. And I have a hard time shaking the little things that irritate me. It's hard to tell what is an outsized trauma response and what is my gut saying it's not the right fit. Is this standard for the first relationship after an abusive or toxic ones? Or is it or is it just not right for whatever reason? Hmm. Okay. I think hmm, I think 
hindi ko alam yung mga science behind it but yeah i think it's normal for me ah. based on an ex- based on experience it's normal to feel this way after an abusive rela- relationship kasi yung mind natin parang na program na siya na ito yung ginagawa sa iyo ganyan ganyan tapos pag ginawan ka ng maganda parang feeling mo ano to tama ba yung nangyayari mm-hmm. tama ba to parang ganon tapos parang nasanay kasi pag nasa abusive ka na laging parang may adrenaline rush hindi ko ma-explain pero parang parang lagi kang on the edge of your seat Unlike when you are in a healthy relationship na ano, medyo may pagka-boring <laughs> talaga yung feeling. Kasi walang, masya- walang nangyayari eh. Healthy eh. Yung sa akin naman, tingin ko, valid yun na ma-feel niya. Although, some, at some point, curious din ako kasi parang she said she's undergoing healing process naman for three years already and then she's aware she has this kind of trauma and then ayun, may mga ina-undergo pa siyang processes. However, ang question sa akin is, which is kasi di ba parang hindi niya naman, hindi naman natin siya makapalo up question dito, is that ano yung mga particular little things na yun na kasi sabi niya, there's little things that irritate me. Naisip ko kasi, maybe those that are in the little things, yung nagtitrigger sa kanya, nung mga memories or parang sinasabi ng gut niya, na this would also lead to the same thing that happened in the past. So, ayun. I think, meron din sinasabi yung gut niya na dapat niya pang i-explore before really saying na this is already the right one. Parang ganyan. Parang sa akin kasi, sabi niya dito, but I still feel it's lackluster. So parang ang ang issue na lang is yun nga, parang lackluster or kumbaga naboboard siya. So, basically, based on my experience, kapag naboboard ka, hinahanapan mo ng like something, the small things. Kasi nga sobrang healthy eh. So yung small things talaga, feeling mo, ah, sige ah, itong mga small things na pwede makapag-irritate, pwede mag-spark ng something spice or whatever sa relationship nyo. Parang, That could also be one. Parang nabobring out niya. Even mm-hmm. though, alam naman niya sa sarili niya na that's just little things. So yeah, I think... Kasi healing naman doesn't stop. Kahit naman three years ka nang nagpapa-therapy, it doesn't stop. And lalo na kapag uh, biglang nagkaroon ng love bomb <laughs> or biglang nagkaroon ng relationship na healthy and that sabi nga niya, um, he's everything that I could have asked for and more. So, ayun. Baka si ate girl medyo nagugulat na ganito nga yung lalaki na hanap niya. And sometimes mm-hmm. when we were part of an abusive relationship, minsan nafe-feel mo rin na, do I really deserve this? Kasi nga nasanay ka na na inaabuso ka. Mm-mm. I think, yeah, parang considering both sides, kasi naniniwala pa rin ako na mayroon sinasabi yung gut niya na she can explore further. Siguro it's more on, while she's undergoing the healing, asking herself the question na, kasi minsan, di ba, parang when you're on the healing process, parang meron kang, anong tawag doon, specific room lang na parang kaya mong i-tolerate. So, assuming worst case scenario, parang habang nag-undergo ka ng healing process, kaya bang i-tolerate nung space na meron dyan right now in you? Yung worst case scenario, para lang self-protection or parang boundary mo lang din sa self mo na hindi ka yung parang sobrang madadown madadaw ng madadaw na parang hindi mo na mapick yung self mo up ganun ayun sa so sakin lang dito tigoy lang hirap na humanap ng taong sasabihin mong he likes me 10 times more than I like him she could have she is everything that I could have asked for and more tigoy pag-isipan mo yun next next I, 24 male, feel I need to break up with a girlfriend who's 22 female for my own mental health. 
Oddly enough, this is a healthy relationship of 2.5 years but I suffer from quite severe anxiety disorders and spend 95% of my time overthinking and exhausting myself thinking about my relationship. Not jealousy or insecurity, just whether I'm happy or not or if I'm just weighing her down. It sounds silly, but this has dominated my life for a year and a half. She's pretty much my ideal partner, but I'm just not happy. I care for her greatly and we get along great, but I'm unhappy nearly every minute of every day. And I don't know what if I should just be single so I can focus on myself. It sounds selfish, but at this point, my relationship feels like more an obligation than something positive. And she's not to blame for any of this. I just don't know if I can go on like this anymore. Please help. First of all, seek help, not in Reddit, but professional help. That mm-hmm. would help a lot, talaga. Um, at saka, you can go through healing while still having a relationship. But it depends per person. Sometimes, when you really wanna um, focus on yourself, it's better to be alone reflecting on yourself, everything like that. But um, you owe it to your girlfriend to let her understand everything that you are going through at the moment. Mm-mm. Yeah. I it's, also feel the same. It just needs communication with both of you. Kasi hindi rin naman tama na bigla ka na lang makikipag-break pero hindi mo na paintindi sa kanya kung bakit. Kasi... In the end, baka siya naman yung magkaroon ng triggers or <laughs> ng something na, alam mo yun, baka magkaroon din siya ng mental health issues after the breakups. Like, a lot of people go through the same thing. Then, trigger yung, yung mental wellness kapag nagkakaroon ng breakup. And you don't want that to happen. So, let her understand what you are going through. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, just... sometimes people like relationships relationships help in your healing Mm-mm. kapag ka lang talagang na, na-discuss or na-explain mo sa kanila ng maayos, paintindi mo sa kanila ng maayos. It helps. It really, really helps. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yun din yung gusto kong idagdag na kasi I think it's also an advantage that you're in a relationship in a way na kasi mas mahirap pag naka-isolate ka mag-isa on your own healing. At least there's someone you can connect with na you super trust pero ayun nga you still need guidance from an expert on how to personally parang undergo the mental health process kung paano mo ipa-process yung anxiety and all and paano pa magko-connect with your partner habang naga-undergo ka doon but it's also a different story if like kunyari na open mo siya doon sa partner mo and then hindi din naman siya parang willing to share that journey with you then maybe yeah mm Communication mm. is the key. Okay. How to deal with a long-term relationship breakup? My partner of four years and I have decided to break up. There's numerous reasons for this, but we both feel it's the best decision for us. As much as I feel it's the right thing, I don't even know how to begin thinking about my life without him. How do you go from having this person in your life every day to just not having them there? We have to sell our house and where we live is currently in COVID lockdown so we can't do much until that's over. So we're kind of stuck living together until then. I guess my question is, people who have broken up with their long-term partners, how did you start to move on and do life without them? Ooh. My question is, hindi pa rin kayo nakakapagbalikan hanggang ngayon dahil Kaya nga, nasa eh, magkasama pa din sila. Oo, magkasama pa rin kayo. <laughs> Uh, well, kung, mag, kung hindi pa rin kayo okay, kahit magkasama pa rin kayo, <laughs> siguro, how do you, wow, this hits home. How did you start to move on and do life without them? Moving on is different per person. Sometimes, yeah. one person could move on for like four years, five years, um, <clears throat> It's a long time, but some people move on fast. And walang masama sa, sa dalawang yun. Walang tama umali sa pag-move on. Um, mm-hmm. It's just that you need to find your coping mechanisms. And I hope 
your coping mechanisms will be healthy. And I think yung, yung breakup naman nila is mutual eh. Kasi nag-usap naman sila and they think it's the best decision for us, for them. Like, hello? Nadine and James, kayo ba to? <laughs> Siguro, ano, sa akin ang pinaka-advice ko lang talaga, if you are coming from a long-term relationship tapos nag-decide kayo to break up, I think ang pinakamagandang gawin for this time is to focus on yourself. Yun lang talaga. Mm-hmm. Focus on yourself and yun, darating din yung moving on phase mo. You just have to give this time to yourself. Feel all the feelings that you might be feeling like sadness, loneliness, galit, regret. I-feel mo lang yun pero wag mong tambayan. Mm-mm. Yeah, I agree. And, and do not repress these feelings kasi kapag ni-repress mo yan, lalabas at lalabas din yan throughout the, throughout the course of your life. And mas mahirap siya kapag naging build-up trauma siya inside of you for a long time. So just feel all your feelings. That's valid. You've been in a long-term relationship. But also, do not forget to move on, continue with life, and remind yourself that there's a lot of things, a lot of people, good people, good memories that you are yet to experience. Look forward to that. Yeah. I totally agree. At saka, uh, if you really want to move on, I think kung magkasama man kayo sa isang bahay, um, maybe the first step is to, uh, kung meron mga isa sa inyong pwedeng merong mapuntahan na hindi kayo magkasama. I guess, kung yun talaga yung intention is to moving on. Kasi, yeah, it all starts with parang breaking the habits kung paano kayo, like, you used to every day. Pero um, like what Jam said, it's really more on feel- feeling the feelings and the emotions, getting to more know more about yourself than yan. But don't be too hard on yourself as well. Like there will be a lot of times you will recall your memories together, but that doesn't mean now just because you miss the person doesn't mean that you still have the feelings for that person. Maybe it's just somehow um, I would say memory that you shared together that was already big be- that has already became a part of you and so use that to an advantage kasi it made you the person na kung sino ka today and then like what jam said um build new habits it doesn't matter how long as long as you're healing and as long as you're knowing more of who you are Ayan, take this time and this moment to get to know more about yourself, what you really want to do, what you, habang wala pang ano mo yun, parang married, marriage commitment, ganyan. What you really want to do, what you don't like, okay lang yan, maitatry ka, hindi mo pala gusto, then okay, next, try ako ng iba. Same with um, getting to know new people. So, sometimes, ngayon, COVID, medyo mahirap. But, there might be a lot of opportunities that will show up for you to get new people. Allow that opportunities to parang just show up and know more about yourself. Minsan naman kasi madalas ginagawa natin lahat ng bagay just to really know more about ourselves nang wala tayong ka-partner. Minsan iba din kasi yung, I think me personally, parang napansin ko na iba pala yung way ko of doing things when I'm with someone rather than just myself and new people. So, yan, there. Yeah. Grow spiritually. Oo, at saka maghanap ka ng Oo, at saka maghanap ka ng titerhan nyo. Titerhan mo mag-isa. Do not, yeah. do not let COVID lockdown be the reason. Kasi hindi ka talaga makakamove on kung magkasama pa rin kayo. Feeling ko nga magkakabalikan pa kayo eh. Ako din. <laughs> Kaya mag-usap na lang kayo te. Anyways, <laughs> I can't make any friends. As hard as I, 16 male, try. I cannot make any friends, no matter what I do, though. No one wants to hang out with me. I know part of the reason is that I make people uncomfortable. I constantly fidget, occasionally misread social cues, stutter, and I'm just super socially awkward in general. Same. I've had people tell me that I'm weird or I have seen people just flat out walk away if I try to talk to them. It sucks. 
since it's super isolating and I literally have no friends. A couple of days ago, I overheard my lab partner calling me antisocial. I tried to make friends with her, but I just make a complete idiot out of myself like I always do. I really don't know what to do. I wish I could suck it up, not be affected by all this, but I can't. What can I do to make friends? Okay, what can you do to make friends? I think you have to widen your network more because I am very, very sure that um, you will find your own tribe. You will, you will find the people with the same interests as you. Maybe you will find the same person as you. Like, parang ng personality. I really, um, I really believe that in this world, meron tayong sarili-sariling tribe who share the same interests as us, who have the same personalities as us. Sobrang laki ng mundo, sobrang dami ng tao sa mundo, and for sure, you will find your own tribe. Just widen your network. Like, go out, spend some time with other people, um, reach out with other people. You will get a lot of, like, sabi, sabi nga niya, um, ang daming nagsasabing antisocial siya, or no one wants to hang out with him. But the question is, have you ever asked other people to hang out with you? Ganyan. I know sa ibang countries, there are apps for friends, for friendships. Like, uh, di, ba, di ba recently merong mga dating apps? I know with other places. Hindi ko alam kung meron na dito sa Philippines. Eh. Meron na yung um, apps for finding friends. So maybe you can check that one out. And isang click lang naman natin ng ano, ang internet, find internet friends, and then meet up. Malay mo ganun, some of the best friends that I have, I met online. So yeah, that's my advice. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I agree to widen your network kasi maybe these people, di ko din alam kung parang how frequent na yung pattern na parang every time merong new people, ganyan, ganun lagi yung nagiging turn out of events. Maybe they're really not the kind of person na parang meant for you or you don't attract them at all. Kasi sometimes we tend to have friends who we attract kasi there's something that's already connecting, ganyan. And then, yung dito, kung meron mang particular pattern, I'm quite curious then if parang there was a particular chance that you were able to ask them what in particular make them felt that you were somehow walking away from them, yun. Kasi that could also be a cue for self-improvement. But I'm not sure. It depends if that's really a pattern for all the people you've met. But I guess that's not really the case. Baka lang meron lang set of friends na to na parang talagang, you know, parang ayaw ka nilang isama sa circle or they don't want to be friends with you. Then just widen your network. And I think um, when you do widen your network, it's also best that you talk about your personal interests rather than parang trying to find a common ground na not, that's not really who you are. Yung parang you're already trying to, pe- to please people just to make friends out of them. Never settle for that reason. But instead, parang just like what Jam said, find your own tribe. Yan, for me. Yes, there's nothing wrong with you. Hmm. Next. How do... I, 29 female, tell my mom, 55 female, she texts me too much and I'd like to set some boundaries. My mom and I, for the most part, have a great relationship. We get along really well and love hanging out. I really do consider her a friend. We have lived across the country from each other since I left for college over a decade ago. For some background info, my mom is a very anxious person. She's been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder and OCD and worries about me a lot because we live far away from each other. The thing is, she texts me constantly and I mean constantly and has done that every single day since I was a teenager. I'm almost 30 and she still is constantly asking where I am, what time I start work every day, what time I get home. 
telling me to text her before I leave anywhere. And as soon as I get back, and if I don't text back or have a delayed response, she resents the same text over and over and over again until I realize she's text spamming me and I answer. I'd completely understand this type of communication if I were still a kid or a teenager, even in college, but I'm very much an adult and it's becoming super difficult to deal with. I love my mom and love being close with her, but it's credibly stifling reporting my whereabouts to her 24-7 at my age. I've tried unsuccessfully, though, to explain this to her, but she takes offense. And she says, just being a mom, when I have kids, I'll understand. She just wants to communicate with me. How can I set a healthy boundary with my mom and let her know I love her? Love chatting with her daily, but having to relay my every move to her is not communication. It's stifling. I don't want her to think I don't love talking to her. I also don't want to be 50 years old having to text her when I get home from the grocery store. I'm planning on discussing this with my therapist in our next session, but thought I'd see if anyone here has any insight. Hmm. Wala akong masabi kasi hindi naman, hindi maganda yung nanay ko, but I think she needs to sit down with her mom, tell her how she's feeling about all this um, communications or constant communications. Sabihin niya, how does she feel about it? Kasi there's no there's no way through it but to tell her mom. Yun sa akin. Yeah, ako din. But more on siguro kapag nag-usap kayo ng mom mo, it's really like, um, how do you open up a more honest conversation? Like in a way, yung nafi-feel mo talaga say if she's doing this she just reassure her from time to time that you really love her because na parang you still want her there every single day but not too much and that having that kind of too much check checking in with you makes you feel that she she doesn't trust you enough at your age to do things on your own And maybe there is something that your mom is going through but she's not very honest with you about it. Kaya parang lagi kanyang kinukulit. And that may open up a more honest conversation between you two rather than just assuming that na parang kinukulit ka lang niya or whatever. There is something beneath na hindi pa natin alam that maybe the, the mom is going through. She misses you. She needs kind of some sense of belongingness. I don't know na baka hindi niya sinasabi. And so, yun yung nagiging coping mechanism niya is to text you all the time. Yeah, and I think another thing that you can do is to text her first. Like, bago ka pa niya i-text ng mga nangyayari or i-update ng mga nangyayari sa araw-araw niya, unahan mo na siya just to make her feel like, Mom, I love you. I'm letting you know that I'm safe that I'm mm. doing this right now. And then, saka magsabi na, okay, um, I'm gonna go now. I'll text you when I can. Ganun. Mm-hmm. Baka naman kasi parang na-feel niya na kapag hindi siya nagte-text sa'yo, is hindi ka din magpapanamdam. So, yes. that could also be one reason. Binit. Yan. Yes. Okay. Next one. Does not talking every day to someone bother you? No, char. Is going the full day without talking to someone you have been talking to a deal breaker or am I being clingy? Especially if you see they are online posting. <laughs> like, is it just me or when I'm talking to someone, I want to talk to them every single day, even if it's just a Snapchat or something. <laughs> yeah, it's just you, charot. <laughs> um, ako... Okay lang sa akin na hindi kami... Wait lang. Feeling ko, ang minimin niya dito is that meron siyang talking stage pero may days na hindi sila nag-uusap or nagkakaroon ng update. I think that's what she meant by this. But for mm-hmm. me, based on based on experience... Wow, based on experience. May talking stage ka, Tay. Um, <laughs> based on experience, <laughs> sa akin kasi, okay lang na hindi kami magkausap every day. Just as long as I know he's there, like for example, he watches my stories or he reacts 
to the shared to my shared posts or my post in Facebook or wherever. Pero okay lang na hindi kami as in yung nagcha-chat talaga or nagte-text or nagko-call. Okay lang sa akin 'yon kasi I don't want that also. And nandito na ako sa point na na-understand ko na pareho kaming may pinagkakaabalahan sa buhay. So I don't have to have something from him like calls, texts ng everyday. Yun. Basta alam ko lang na, na, na ano, na nandiyan siya. Like for example, ano lang, ayun nga yung itatag ako sa mga memes or magre-react sa posts ko. Yun. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, ako din, it's the same. I don't, I prefer actually not to talk every day. Mm-hmm. Meron lang akong someone. <laughs> Kasi wala. <laughs> Oo, oh, di ba? Ako prefer- din ganyan eh. Actually, kahit sa friends. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oo. Parang ano din, kasi parang sa akin, actually, quality over quantity is what matters most. Para sa akin. Mm-hmm. Like, kunyari, hindi kami lagi magkausap, pero pag nagkausap kami, like, it's deep, it's something about our common interest or something that we want to do together at some future time. Ganun na, para kahit hindi kami nag-uusap all together, meron naman kaming nililook forward together. So, ayun, parang mas okay yun sa akin kesa yung kausap ko nga everyday, but parang random stuff na parang hindi naman talaga siya getting to know each other na hindi din maaalala ka agad. Ganun, tas magtatampo ka lang na parang sinabi mo itong little stuff kasi parang hindi niya naalala. Eh, halos everyday kayo magkausap pa. Parang paano naman malalitain ng memory yon Yung ginagawa mo nga everyday, hindi mo maalala, di ba? So, ayun, yeah. parang sa akin, quality over quantity is what matters most. Kung hindi man kayo nag-uusap palagi, I think, kung hindi din okay yung quality, that's something na parang medyo red flag for me. Yeah. At saka, don't be clingy. Talking stage pa lang kayo, clingy ka na. Hey, girl! <laughs> Hinay-hinay tayo dyan! Ito pa yung ano, ito yung stage na ghosting stage. Kaya hinay-hinay ka muna, huwag ka munang ma-attach, te. <laughs> so, na. Yeah. Oo, nag-agree ako. At saka, oo. Gumawa ka na lang ng kung ano-ano. Kung parang tingin mo hindi ka niya sinachat, ganun. Ayan. Sige, last, um, last one. Kasi masyado na itong mahaba. Ako na lang magbabasa. Ito na lang pinakasin. Okay, okay. Okay, for the last one, sabi niya, I think I have a problem. Every time I'm single, I long for a romantic relationship. It's usually on my mind all the time. But every now and again, tama ba yun? Every now and again? Di ba every now and then? Char. Okay, anyway. <laughs> But every now and again, when it does happen, and I find myself in a relationship, it feels wrong and weird. Is it? Is this just me? Or is this a common thing? Hindi <laughs> um, <laughs> ko alam. Siguro ate girl, wala ka pa sa tamang tao. Kaya nararamdaman mong wrong siya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I agree. Yeah. Kaya mo siya nararamdamang na wrong and weird. Kasi if you are in the right relationship, um, it comes easy. Hindi easy na hindi na kayo magkakaroon ng bumps or roadblocks or problems along the way. But it feels easy. You feel secured. Um, pero kung you, it, you feel that it's wrong, di baka, baka it's wrong. <laughs> Mm, yeah. Or siguro parang meron, di ko rin alam kung parang nung single, syempre parang when you're single, sometimes you tend to maximize yung time to think of what you want and you don't want na magay. Like meron kang, ako, meron na akong parang set of, parang kaya kong i-tolerate despite the differences, ganyan. And yung mga parang non-negotiable for me. So, Kapag na-compartmentalize mo naman na yung mga wrong is something na you can adjust for the person kasi naman talagang it's part of the differences. Kasi naman talaga parang you can never have a person na parang totally same as you. I mean, maybe nung time na nag-meet kayo, oo, but time will come. Magkakaroon at magkakaroon ng adjustment within the two of you. So, paano mo ina-navigate yung changes na yun? Di meron na, meron talagang mafeel na parang weird ganyan. Pero yun, parang i-compartmentalize mo saan ba siya wrong? Kasi kung yung wrong na yun are red flags, yeah, maybe it's, it's not, he's not the right 
person for you. Yes. Kung ganyan yung pinaparamdam niya sa'yo, nakote, hindi, baka nga talaga hindi kayo para sa, sa isa't isa. And, I-let go mo na yan habang maaga pa. <laughs> the fact na nandito ka sa Reddit at saka pinopost mo to, ate girl, at hindi mo siya ma-open sa mga friends mo, at dito ka nag-open talaga sa Reddit, nako, mag-isip-isip ka na sinasabi ko sa'yo talaga. <laughs> yeah, agree. <laughs> well, anyways, ayun lamang po ang aming episode for today. <laughs> So I hope thank you, you for listening to Dr. Love. <laughs> yes, thank you for listening to... Oh, hindi lang naman yung lahat, love. There's um, <laughs> friendship, family. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. This is our most recent episode. I hope ma-edit ko siya ng maaga. And thank you guys for always listening to our podcast. Even though sometimes medyo struggle yung pag-upload and... Hindi masyadong mm-hmm. consistent. But thank you for sticking with us. And I hope you all will stay with us for for a long time. Yes. Thank you very much. Sana wala rin tilaok ng manok or kawali this time <laughs> sa recording. Yes. Namin. I'm very Pero sorry for that. Kayo. Yun na yung, actually, yun na yung brand namin. Kasi hindi kayo marunong maglagay ng background music. So, yun na lang yung mga background music namin. O, di ba? O, kaya ba nang iba yun? Kami lang may ganun. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Thank you. And Thank you. Kung gusto nyo, kung meron kayong mga relationship um, problems that needs advice. <laughs> Pwede <laughs> kami. Nakaririn namin to. 50 pesos lang po bawat problema. Hindi kami expert. Ano lang. Wala lang. Gusto lang namin mag-share ng lang. Gusto advice. lang namin ng ano. Gusto lang namin dumaldal. Tapos gusto lang namin anuhin yung mga problema nyo. I-air out dito. Bakit ba? Saya kaya? <laughs> Or may gusto kang patamaan. Ganun. <laughs> oh, kung meron kayo gustong patamaan tapos natatakot kayo, send nyo na lang yung link ng podcast namin, di ba? Or chat nyo kami, tapos um, sasabihin namin dito sa podcast, tapos send nyo yung, ano, yung link ng podcast namin. O, di ba? Ang galing. Ganun yung mga marketing namin. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you again next time. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.